Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us for another trip to Nintendo Land. We're here uh, for another trip. It's starting to get pretty cold around here in these parts, but uh, we're trucking through it. As always, I'm your host, Mike Burgess, uh, video editor for RationalPassions.com, who's the editor on this very podcast, uh, where you can listen to on podcast services, on any your any of your favorite ones or ones you prefer, or you can watch the video version over on our YouTube channel, which I also edit and put together. You can see all our lovely faces. You can see all the people I'm here with. Uh, I'm always I'm always here with Alex O'Neill. Hello, Alex. How you doing? Well, I am I am not a video editor, which people will at some point see the two videos I'm <laughs> chipping away yes. at and being like, okay, yep, this is I'm learning here. Yep. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah, it's, uh-huh. it's a thing. And I sent you the easier versions of those videos. I know. <laughs> I appreciate it. Um, one one person I'm sure has learned a lot about video editing now that he's on the, the other side. The PR side, it's George Cruz. Hi, George. Hello, everybody. I am back, baby. George That's Cruz, right. former social media editor of irrationalpassions.com. That's and right. Known PR cop of Pop Agenda, <laughs> the youngest cop of Pop Agenda. Oh, finally. Um, hello, everybody. I'm literally coming off of like crunching on a video for the last week <laughs> mike so we, uh so yeah uh i'm feeling a lot better now that i have given birth to that and, and then, eventually so gone you don't have to think about gone. it you don't have to think about it ever again don't yep. think about it um yep. actually i have to make a different version for an, an outlet but don't worry about it hello <laughs> all right <laughs> that's george. right it's yeah we're happy to have george here uh for another podcast because we're here to talk about a bunch of nintendo news there's a wii u it that's is, how you know i'm here yeah, baby. Wii, yes wii u is ready to go here hold on that is how you know he's here. That's exactly how you know it. <laughs> he's got Fatal Frame okay, booted here. up Look, of I'm all here. games. I'm here with you. I got it here as <laughs> yeah. well. Let's go. Here's this new 2DS I, w- I bought from Nintendo.com this fucking year. <laughs> <laughs> Not even I'm a all... 2DS XL. <laughs> I'm, excited. Uh... I'm excited to hear what you've been playing on that 2DS uh, XL later in the show. George um but first but first we have a bunch of games have come out and also some news uh nintendo news has happened uh so let's get into the news first shall we um the big the big one which we can talk about and we've also i know me and alex have played uh super smash brothers the final dlc character has arrived and it's sora from kingdom hearts holy crap feels feels like an aeon ago yeah this was but a dream it was of some fake smash clone that it's 2d pixel art where Sora's smash. alt costumes have him with a red and blue hair or something <laughs> stupid that isn't that, that like the real thing is way better than all that dumb garbage that we thought was yeah, cool and edgy when we were fan, that fan that fans had to mod into an old super smash brothers to ever make this real a reality I don't know about you, Mike. I have I have a lot to say about this. Okay, I have a lot I, of feelings. I'll, I'll, I'll admittedly say I don't have as much to, to say as you probably have to say. And George, I know you're not the biggest Smash Brothers uh, guy, at least at least from the last time I know we've talked about Smash. But I'm curious, like, were were you like? I know you did like Kingdom Hearts at a younger age. Do yes. You, do you do you uh, have any feelings on Sora seeing him in Smash Brothers? Is like, is that something that would like get you to go check it out, or not really? Uh, no, not not on that. But 
it I did so the news dropped it was the morning of me and my fiance's uh anniversary and so it was nice. when we were coming back from brunch and so I was like before my workday started so I was like oh I have some time before I have the clock in let's let's see what this is mm-hmm. let's see what the hell this is right everybody was like oh it's gonna be Fortnite guy get ready for Fortnite <laughs> guy everybody uh and you have and you see and it's just like Holy fucking shit, he did it. They yeah. fucking did it. That's insane. Yes. And then the rest of my morning was seeing everybody else's reaction to it and just how just people exploding with happiness. Yeah, and it was really it exciting to see like the kind of funny folks and uh obviously uh just everybody in my fucking near circle, folks like y'all, like just being like in disbelief that yeah. like this is yeah. real. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It was in, it was insane. Like I, I'll totally admit it. Like I was I was not a believer. I didn't think he'd be the last character. Not that I didn't want him in by any means. I think he would. Be, he's a cool character and a cool, huge fan following, which they pretty much straight up said in that that big that Sakurai he did his final presentation and sh- like showed off the character, but also like finally told everyone like yeah the the ballot we had like years ago. Yeah. He was he was the character that was voted the most, but we didn't want to reveal the the twenty fourteen yeah twenty yeah. fourteen because this was like I think this was like right when Smash we we you came Wii U out three yeah. like ended out, it was yeah. like a little bit after it came out right that's what ended up like resulting in Bayonetta getting it yeah uh, yeah but they said like Sora was actually the most requested character across everyone like across all the regions they did it for but they didn't reveal that because they didn't want the social pressures I think is how we put it. Of like, yeah. I guess like people just like nonstop messaging people or like probably Square Enix would have been the 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 poor souls, some poor Square Enix community manager would have had to like suffer years of people just being like, when does Sora come to Smash? What about Smash? Like I'm I'm sure there's still people that probably did that. Anyway. They still had to suffer but that. Like, That's but that the, the pro- funny but like, thing. At the end I, t- of the day. I, t- I totally get like that would have probably added like like twice like a double amounts of layers. And also that, at that point, Kingdom Hearts three was nowhere near coming out at that yeah. point. Yeah. Like, yeah. like it was who knows where the yeah, fuck that game yeah, was at that point so. still. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely but yes yeah Sora's in Kingdom Hearts I guess I'll I'll, I'll say my quick little spiel then Sora, then I think you can go off Alex I think he I think he's really cool in that like he fits like how they they did the rendition of him in this game fits how they kind of brought a lot of other characters in especially in like their classical forms like you have like Mega Man who's very classical and he has his pellet gun and he moves kind of moves and animates like classic Mega Man same way when they added like uh the Belmonts with Ultimate they move they have like a lot of classic looking moves and other animations fit that I really like that they didn't pull like it's not like Kingdom Hearts 3 grown up Sora it is like kid Sora that pure-hearted like young boy from the first game and he pl- and he kind of just plays like the Kingdom Hearts 1 Sora does for better or worse where he like when he he has his normal jump is straight up to the Kingdom Hearts 1 jump where he does like a full-on split in the air and he leaps and you can do like like he kind of has like a standard three-hit combo like he does in the game and I think that's like a really cool interpretation of him in that game and i know like i think like i know like scott from our site and i think some other people were kind of like frustrated that he's not like the like you you hit the end of the game king sora and he's like a god anime swordsman character and he's like flying around doing a bunch of crazy combos and i and i get that but i also think like that personally to me does like not fit the 
how I how when I first think of like Sora from Kingdom Hearts, I think of like the the version that's in this game of like he is just like a kind of a cool like he's a boy and he's you know he's magical and he you know he's sort of Disney adjacent adjacent so he like he's like kind of floaty and like they very much I think uh, like uh, drove into that idea of him and I think it works uh, really yeah totally. I yeah I I like the way that they they went about it and it, it's especially like thinking about the Belmonts like there's a reason that Simon and Richter and I mean Richter being a weird one but Simon's in this as opposed to someone like Alucard right like yes mm-hmm. I think Sakurai is really careful uh, with with his characters and whatnot the other hand of it uh, which is like <laughs> zero Disney at all which yeah you know is exactly it in my dreams that of fantasies that I thought in my head, that is how I thought of it. I thought it would yeah. be like, at most we would get like Riku yeah. or something in the background of a stage. Yeah. Um, which we like sort of kind of got, but not really. Which we got. Um, yeah. I, I, to be fair, like with kingdom hearts, because like that Nomura art is so iconic. I like that kind of yeah. um, mm-hmm. inclusion of a lot of those characters that way. Uh, but like to me, uh, and I, I'm probably in the minority thinking this, but like I feel like Sakurai was the one that's like I don't want Donald Goofy in this game. Uh, <laughs> like he is such a purist, and I, I feel like if any of anything is we've learned from all of his presentations, like he's been very adamant about one thing, and that this is a video games game and not a other games game. Right? Uh, sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. It is. There's only one piece of Sora's, you know, specific character design. Obviously, his whole look is an homage to Mickey Mouse, but there's only one piece of him that is truly Disney, and that's the Mickey Mouse keychain, and that is the first thing we see yeah. uh, with this character, and that is also easily the most expensive th- single thing in Super Smash Brothers. Period. Yes. The, how, how many uh, how many le- how many legal meetings do you think they had they had to go through just to get that like imagery like in a trailer <laughs> and then so the game? Much. That's like but that's like the insane thing. Yeah. That that's the feeling of like. I really don't feel this is a half-assed way to do it because they did it the way I think that you would do it. That Sakurai mm-hmm. would do it. Like he wouldn't want Mickey or Donald or anybody showing up, but he would want to represent the Kingdom Hearts part of Kingdom Hearts while keeping the same like clever levels of homage that the character designs and looks and stuff that Kingdom Hearts has. Like how mm-hmm. Sora looks like Mickey Mouse and stuff like that. I think all that's still there. Um, but yeah, like it, I'll, I'll say Kingdom Hearts is one of those games that I've played probably more intensely than any other video game yeah. that I've ever played. I, I saw you, uh, I saw you is pretty much like a week after we played. I, I already saw you online on PlayStation playing again. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was playing like, a lot of Kingdom, I've played of a lot of Kingdom Hearts in the last month, but you know, just, just grinding stuff on the side and having fun. Yeah. Uh, but like going from Kingdom Hearts to Smash, there's not a lot of games I, I could do that properly with. But like it is crazy how much Sora like truly does feel like like even to his hang time in the air feels a lot like it does in like Kingdom Hearts 2. There's a lot of mm-hmm. different feels across his different moves that actually feel like the different stages that he has throughout different games. Like overall, like I'd say he feels more like Kingdom Hearts 2 because of how quickly he attacks and how much hang time he has in the air. Whereas in Kingdom Hearts 1 and uh you know some of the other like birth by sleep like drop way harder to the ground mm-hmm. um so it is cool how there are way more pieces to how he actually feels and plays uh than just kingdom hearts one uh and i think a lot of people have been picking apart those things since he came out 
people have been playing him. But yeah, it's just I, I imagine Sakurai had that trailer, like what he wanted this trailer to look like in his mind from 2014 on, like because it felt so like such a carefully crafted and meticulous thing that trailer and i it's truly i love it i it's one of my favorite video game trailers probably of all time uh just for the sheer audacity of having mario and sora shake hands at the end yeah. of it, honestly in front of an entire crowd of nintendo characters yeah, yeah and, and non-nintendo characters it's mm-hmm. great yeah i love it yeah and yeah he's fun um I, I will i will say like going into this uh we did a stream of it uh, which you can watch on our YouTube channel, the, the VOD of it. I will admittedly say, like, I think I've hit that point. As much as I love Smash and, like, talking about Smash, I think, like, now that, the, now that we've kind of hit that end point, I've also felt like I've kind of hit that point where it's just like, okay, we can, we can, we can kind of take a break from smash. You know what I, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's, we've had, we've, we've had these years of discussion about, it. I mean, this podcast in itself, in some ways, like a, like a, was kind of births from us doing like a podcast about smash ultimate when it was leading up to launch. Um, and that's awesome. But I think, I think we've just hit that point, right? Of just like, they put out all these characters. This this game is what it is now. And it's, it's, it's an amazing game, but also, but also I'm ready to, you know, Nintendo other stuff. We've, we've I'm, had our, we've had our moments with it. I was so emotionally complete after seeing the story trailer, <laughs> like truly for me personally, like there are characters that I'd still love to see in the game, obviously. And I know there's so many more, and, and Mike, I think you and I briefly talked about like that, you know, it could have been anybody shaking Mario's hand at the end of there. And it's, it would have been, people would have been like, this is the greatest game. You know, it would yeah. have had, we, right. we would have felt the same about you still, Smash. You, you still, you still would have had people like tweeting afterwards. Like, I can't believe this is a game. And it's just like, you know, the same like eight characters and <laughs> in a, in a, it's in still a, crazy. In a fight. You're <laughs> just still just like, I can't believe this is real. It's, Cause whatever you know, character it, it, it was, you know. It has like transcended so successfully past the the meme of the fake melee character select screens yeah. that was the, the, the every Google search <laughs> result yeah. like for uh-huh. years and years and years. It is it is surpassed that at this point, and and I couldn't be happier. Uh, but I am like, I don't know if there's I will hit the emotional peak that I hit watching that trailer for the first time because the other thing I just want to mention was you know, this leaked a while ago. Thanks for Chan. Uh, and this was known information. I still didn't believe it. I like, right. I, the hour leading into this, I legitimately, not a joke, super real convinced myself that it was going to be the Fortnite guy because <laughs> I just didn't want to get hurt anymore. And I was like, super lukewarm chill like walking into that last trailer because yeah. i was like it's 100 going to be jonesy from fucking Fortnite. Mm, yeah and i was very happy to be wrong but that is how unbelievable a feeling yeah. this was so yeah for sure um great game great great run of media and trailers and like yes. truly no yeah. no hype cycle has ever gotten it as as good as smash has gotten it yeah um for sure and like, we're kind of we're kind of yeah, I'm glad it's over. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm so tired. Yeah, I really, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, all of that, and like we're kind of seeing it now with like you know now we're getting those weird like the Nickelodeon Smash and the, <laughs> the and the Warner and the Brothers Warner, Warner Brothers Smash that is apparently going to be a real thing. The metaverse, baby. The metaverse is here. Um, so I, I'm curious if like these weird we'll get these weird things that like 
studios who have like a big franchise of characters now that's now that they can't now they don't have to directly compete with smash because they're done like i wonder if we're going to see start seeing more of these this is your time playstation just because they've seen like so many (laughs) your time yeah all-stars battle 2 baby it's It's time my my comment on this to wrap it up is also they should re-release a physical copy of smash brothers with everything on the cart Yes. Yeah. Because uh, everything is up to DLC and stuff like that's on their servers, and I don't know if they will do it. They could d- d- lower the price of the other one to like forty, and then this to like sixty. Yeah. I don't know how the math works out on there, but uh, or that they, would be or really just, nice. Or they could just like replace the current the current box with or like re- yeah. yeah, or with like these like a sixty dollar plus pack or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, it just um, has the, the current version. Yeah, on. maybe seventy. You could probably do seventy. Hey. Nintendo, I hear, I see, you probably see a lot of people charging seventy dollars for a game. <laughs> Why not get in on that? Yeah, they'd be into it. Or they could do. Which really um, has gone to the other side. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> you Look, man, you can. You can put He's it on ready. sale for sixty dollars. All right, and people are like, you That's don't need to value. give them ideas. <laughs> yeah, wow, value. It says value right on the box. Look at that. That's, that's what it is. It must be true. <laughs> um, but but um, something else they could do, speaking of uh, weird uh, pricing structures, mm. they could do it with, with what they're doing with this Animal Crossing uh, DLC that is coming, which is their next new story. It's actually, actually they're like the next, we have two stories technically, but they're kind of, they're all announced together sort of at the same time. Um, but yeah, they did a Animal Crossing direct that they showed the final true final update for that game as well, which I am honestly kind of surprised by, but they're doing like a big free update and then like a big DLC expansion. Um, so the free update has like a whole bunch of requested stuff. That's it's honestly a lot of stuff from the previous games. that just like, were never brought over for um, new, uh, new horizons. So it's like gyroids. Mm-hmm. Um, the, yeah. The, uh, like um, the, the coffee shop with uh the the pigeon the man roost. the roost yeah. that's right um there's like some other some other things like a bunch of like you know here's extra customization options for like fences or bridges or this or that and then there's like a cabin where he takes you to islands um that's in there too so it's like basically every like basically all the stuff that has been for previous games that were not here in this game is yet it's coming for free it's all free update on november 5th but also on November 5th is what is it called? It's called Happy Home Paradise, I think is what it's called. But That's it's a play right. it's a play off the 3DS game that came out where it was just Animal Crossing like custom like building out houses and interior design kind of stuff. Where this is just like literally just an expansion to put that whole game like basically that whole game premise into New Horizons itself, where you go to this unique island and then you're like uh, you can either invite I think it's like random villagers already there, or you can invite villagers from your island to this one to then like interior design their tropical homes or whatever. Um, I think that's 25 bucks on its own, or you can get Nintendo Switch Online plus expansion pack. And that comes with the with the subscription on top of Nintendo 64 games mm-hmm. now on the on the thing and Sega Genesis games also coming together all as one package. So if you do if you do the subscription version of it, you just I think now it's well it bumps it's bumping what up to fifty dollars a year for the Nintendo Switch Online. 
And then seventy four ninety nine for family. Yeah, for the family package, I think that sounds right. I think it's eighty. I feel like it's eighty. It's maybe, 80. maybe it that is. That sounds right because that. Why not? Yeah, um, exactly. Nintendo, I, didn't you hear yeah. you charge seventy dollars yeah. for video games now? <laughs> I mentioned yeah. the family thing mainly because uh, the, the the little loop there is that if you get that then everybody in your family would get the DLC as right. part of Expansion Pack Plus. Yeah, so and depending on how many people you have, like in that family thing, I think it does come out pretty cheap where it's only like literally like single dollars a month for like multiple people. But I think it'd have to be like the max amount of people you I'm could do yeah, on man. that, on that family plan. <laughs> I, think I, was, yeah. I think I was for a while too. I don't know if I still am or not. But honestly, I have not even... This this expansion, the, the Animal Crossing update is not out yet. But the actual Switch Online expansion pack, the N64 games and the Genesis games are out. And I've seen, I've personally have not picked up that expansion pass yet, just because I have not either as well. So I've just because it's, it's not good. Yeah, it's it's, 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 <laughs> yeah, not, it's, it's not great. It's it, <laughs> we're talking about Animal Crossing though first before we get into yes, that. yes, yeah. for sure. Um, the anim, the Animal Crossing stuff is, is pretty exciting for me. I have actually already pre-ordered the, the, the DLC by itself. Because this is kind of the thing I want to personally, where like this is a game I really liked last year, and obviously hit at a very weird and specific time that mm-hmm. ex- then the, the reason exploded into the game and the, kind of the the huge uh, popular hit that it kind of was. Uh, but I really enjoyed it during that time, just because it was like you know a great distraction, but also like you definitely got to a point last year where it kind of ran its course, and you're just kind of like okay, yeah, and, and like the stuff they're adding isn't like okay, but just kind of whatever um this is kind of what i've been waiting for i wanted i wanted like a big substantial update to this game and and something akin to this of like okay there's like three things that are being added that i I've, i like from the previous games i like collecting from the previous games and like doing stuff with on top of like it comes with the new horizon stuff of like hey i can put gyroids like hanging out around my island which is pretty fun or i could make like an own area of my map to like hang out with or or i can do this this new designer stuff and like have a whole bunch of new options to like do stuff on my island which i think is is cool um i, I like yeah i think i think it's i think it's like what this game is it's like kind of sorely needed for a yeah. while mm-hmm. but but i think uh, i'm kind of surprised that like they were just like yeah this is it we're not going to do anything to do. Yeah. I, for sure. I'm of two minds about that. Cause I feel like that means that is because that team is working on something else and they sure. can't have them. Not that checks on out. Them. Yeah. That makes uh, sense. And it, that makes me feel like, you know, there's potential for a switch to, and for a slate of launch games that might want to be on that. And you probably want that team making it. New of animal games. crossing. Yeah. Maybe a new Animal Crossing right out the gate, so you know what you're getting yourself into, and you have an arch- like a infrastructure to actually support it throughout the length right. of the console, as opposed to th- they did not think this game was going to do this well. No, and, yeah, totally fair. And they should have known it would do better, th- you know, yes. <laughs> better than most games, right? Just because mm-hmm. of it, but like it did do much better than truly anyone could have even yes. fathomed. Brie like, Larson was on a show in animal crossing with Gary Witta on Twitch. Like it yeah. was beyond anything. Yep. No one, no one, ever no one ever, no one ever thought about that when, when this game was announced. Yeah. Totally. So like that, this happened, you know, like this is a decision. They made the decision to make this probably nine months ago and how well it came together uh, and and how big and substantial it is is I think 
it's, it's I'm I didn't expect people to get a paid DLC this substantial or anything this sure. substantial to Animal mm-hmm. Crossing at all. I thought we would get just more continuous small updates for a little bit longer, but not that much mm-hmm. longer. Uh, to be honest. Yeah, so, I guess yeah. when you think about it, when you lay it down like that, Alex, um, and you look at the development time, that's pretty quick turnaround. Like they came back to us once Very. they had news and they're like, hey, it's like around the corner. So like we had we did right. this and then we did this expansion and it's pretty much done. So that's what we've been up to the last year yeah. and those few months where the pandemic because again, this game hit and pandemic. Nintendo, as we as reports said, like they've been like scrambled during the pandemic. So it's yeah, like right. probably a month or so, like I don't fucking know what's going on. The game's doing well, though, guys. Yeah, I don't know. Great. Yay. <laughs> and I think, like, yeah. the reason this expansion looks as robust as it does is because of how well Animal Crossing did. And they're like, okay, like, we're going to throw as much money as you guys need, you know? Yeah. But but mm-hmm. we want to make something, another thing for this. So I know a lot of people are like, I can't believe they didn't support this game. Like, just, yeah. this was not in the, the cards for Nintendo. And, and clearly, that was a misstep. And mm-hmm. I think what they actually did if you think about it as like you look at something like smash brothers where it's like they had a very big plan they yeah. knew from the and, gate and there's a precedent for like they did a bunch of dlc for that game even on wii u and 3ds and, it, and that dlc was probably the best-selling dlc on wii u for any of their wii u games yeah. uh <laughs> yeah. so like they they knew of like okay this is going to be hot and we got these trailers that we're putting money into yeah uh, a, lot of, that, a lot of marketing money yeah they knew the plan with that and then you look at something like animal crossing Clearly, Nintendo just didn't know it was going to be on this scale. They had a holiday. Yeah. They had the Easter event. Was like, okay, we got our bunny guy and He's here. eggs and stuff. So like exciting. that's their big yeah. Animal Crossing like, plan. Yeah. But that's not big enough. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like that's, I think that's what it was. Where we, I think exactly. It's like you know, going back to like the pandemic, kind of probably upending a lot of what was probably going to happen with this game, right? Like I think there was a bunch of like there were some things that like got added previous like last year like they added like the guy who like sells like uh, the art and like a new part of the the thing yeah. they had like diving and like diving for like sea creatures and stuff so and i think like some I, I could see a scenario where like if they probably held a lot of this and just put it all together in one big release but i i could probably i, I honestly see a plan where maybe a lot of the stuff that's free that was coming this was probably maybe more sprinkled throughout the year but then that just got upended so much they were like oh we're gonna do this this thing's doing so well now let's do a paid thing and let's just drop it all together and have like one big last hurrah for the game that's probably like how like you said they probably scrambled and end up end up having to kind of end up doing that which is totally which is totally fine because i think like having it all together in one big package is enough for me to go like okay okay i at least want to jump in and like play more for at least like you know a few weeks, yeah. A few weeks, or even like potentially start like a new island and see how like all that stuff is like kind of filtered in as you like start a new island since it's all this new stuff. Um, yeah, I'm curious. I, I know people like have an expectation with games as a service, and I think I just like level it down to a Nintendo expectation yeah. with games as a service. Yes. And I think they they did a pretty good job with Animal Crossing, considering that this was probably a pretty small team compared to mm-hmm. like a lot of other Nintendo games like even Metroid Dread might have had a, like a bigger team than than Animal Crossing sure. did yeah uh and yeah. I, th- all knowing all of that it it makes it make more sense i understand some people are still going to be disappointed that's fine i understand i mm-hmm. you're i think that is there's valid feelings there so yeah but i i this is cool this is more than i thought we would get and mm-hmm. i forgot that now that i have the, 
<laughs> expansion pass i just get this yeah so just, i'm just definitely gonna try this just in the game yeah so you so you have you have that's right you said you have the family the family I'm pack. On a family plan shout out to brent ranch the homie <laughs> nice. the homie paying paying up for that for that How, is it, he's got a group Ranch of friends articles the other day hell yeah rolling stone <laughs> go check him out <laughs> um but yeah so you so you have you actually like sat down and tried out any of these n64 games or not really very little bit uh, i played a little bit of ocarina of time um mm. and i should go back and like really analyze it and 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 look at it uh, but it definitely didn't feel yeah. great, and and the okay, I thought that you could map controls. I, I feel like you can you do can, that for the it's SNES. A, it's a, it's in the, it's it's not the system level. Yeah, it's system level. That's exactly got it. It's okay. system level for all of that. I think all of it. I don't know if you can do it with uh eat like very quickly with um the SNES games, but I know like George said, there's a system level thing where you yeah. can change buttons on switch so it's not convenient to be, yeah yeah to get out and then yeah go in i there. wouldn't want to do that for just n64 games probably right. so i'll i'll probably wait till they add it into the application um yeah. but i'm also hopefully, yeah hopefully <laughs> i love the idea of spending 50 united states dollars on an n64 controller that is wireless <laughs> in 2021 i personally love that idea and yeah. i will happily do it as soon as it is available <laughs> to me once more yeah. Uh, if you, I was awake seen... when it first went up, I would yeah. have had it already. <laughs> have you have you seen? Um, I, I think I saw a video on YouTube of like like people like examining it, and they put they actually put like two very 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 tiny buttons to make it so you could technically use it oh, for any yes. games. I so it's like you it, have yeah. like the standard like N sixty four triggers, but then there's like two the tiny ZL buttons, like, and ZR buttons, like yeah. the Joy-Con buttons where you gotta like tap your finger as small as possible. <laughs> I thought that was very love funny. It. I absolutely, I have <laughs> one of the the SNES ones just because I love the idea of a USB C yeah classic controller that I could plug into my computer in the future and like have available to me at any for any purpose. I love that. Yeah, yeah, it's it's nice, and I think that's like that's fun for them. It's like it's like it's like very much a thing. Like I think they they do right by that at least sort of in terms of like the people who who are into these games will want to like buy a unique controller. Um, and, and I'm sure there's like third party options for some of that stuff still, but if you want yeah. the official Nintendo quote unquote version, that's, that's there for, yeah, I, I almost got it when it was up, but I decided not to, cause I'm not getting it. Cause then I have to, I was like, ah, yeah. Like, in order to get play, I have to, to play the games and then I'm in at that point. It's like, yeah, fucking exactly. No. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of where I was at. It was like, honestly, I did it. I didn't even do the fifty dollars n64 we all have, you oh, both have, have n64s right i do yeah. I, I don't have an n64 i have i have, oh, you don't? I, have, I, I, have I have a gamecube but i don't have an n64 okay um i was gonna say i, I honestly like when they first announced this i was like not fully in just it was more but it was more just because of the fact of how they've been doing the snes like releases the addendum where it's yeah. like i understand it's probably pretty challenging like with like the price point they were probably at and like i i feel like nintendo is one of those things where like you can look at fucking super smash bros we just talked about for 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 a little while and like they got you know belmonts they got sora they got all these square enix characters they got they clearly they, understand yes they, clear, they clearly <laughs> understand that aspect and they also clearly connect can like talk to other people to like get proper third-party games on on their like games people actually want on that that service right 
Like I think I think they can do it. It's just that I'm, I it's it probably just comes down to a money thing of like is it is it like is it worth it for them yet? It's to and, me, and I think them jumping up to fifty potentially opens more of that of like all right we're making more money from this now maybe now we can start opening up these other pathways because now they have Genesis games here too. But I'm, that's like just me playing like the hopeful. <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah, like, it's just me playing like the cross my fingers. Like maybe this will maybe this will fruit go f- be fruitful and we'll get a bunch <sighs> of cool stuff. But I also don't know. They, I mean, like they they it's are like, yeah. are we going to throw this whole system out when the next console comes out? Yes. Now we have yeah. to start thinking about that. We're in that time range that the next two years at least, if it doesn't happen, yeah, where it's like. Well, is my Nintendo Switch online membership going to carry over to the next platform? Yeah, uh, and all or these am games I going to have to be there or no? Am I going to have to buy a new online membership and just let this other one expire and then forget about it? Like, yeah, which has historically been how Nintendo yeah. does. You know, uh, you there's just, a you lot just, of questions. You just have to buy virtual console games all it's, over again for like the such million a, time. Yeah. It's such a big conversation to even like come near when you're thinking about it. Like, should I just buy this? Yeah, I understand like the fear of just like I don't even want to get into that. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And it's like, and it's like, it's one of those things where it's like a lot of the games they've shown for the N64 side of things. It's like I like a lot of those games. Like they have, they already have. They got Banjo Kazooie. They have Ocarina of Times on there. They're getting Majora's Mask, Pokemon Snap. Somebody had that conversation with Microsoft. Paper Paper Mario and yeah, Banjo Kazooie. Like they're getting the like the games I would want on that on that service. But it's like I'm not going to spend the fifty dollars a year to like you get to those games and then like are we just going to get like win back level (laughs) video games? Win back, baby, for for like the rest of this rest of the service like here's castlevania 64 that's I don't the snes know. right like here's, that's here's all glover that's i guess oh, if people we get glover and then they play hey, then they play and be like hype. what the fuck am i doing <laughs> yeah that's like a, a whole full playthrough yeah. stream on twitch for sure yeah and like you could you could add they could talk to night dive and add torok but then they'd be like just buy the better version of torok for yes. fucking 15 dollars yeah that's already on that's already on that platform yeah, yeah, and like like same with like Doom sixty four. Like Doom sixty four yep. is already on there too. On there, Shadow Man's probably coming as well, buddy. Yeah, uh, fucking like um, I'm sure like they they ported a lot of those older Star Wars games. Like I don't know if they did the N sixty four one on that's on there. Maybe no, Shadows of the Empire has not been ported. Uh, yet. Rogue Squadron would be cool. There's a Rogue Squadron game for N sixty four, wasn't there? Uh, maybe. Yes, I'm the not first sure. one. The first one is yeah. Because yeah. yeah. the second one was a GameCube launch title. Yeah. yeah so. And then like gen like the Genesis games, like I don't know how many more Genesis games the Genesis they're gonna thing get. Is, okay. Can George talk about this? Yes, yes yeah, please. He, he always has strong opinions player. about about um emulation and old mm-hmm. games. So I spent a lot of time thinking about this because when they first announced the price, I was like, I don't think this is awful. But then you see you we factor in how poor the emulation is. How the controls are not remappable, how the online service itself is fucking trash and continues to be terrible. Yeah. And then you add on the the fact that I don't you can't trust Nintendo in terms of a curator of this catalog. And that's when it felt to me like, you know what? And you don't own the games. You don't own the games. So yeah. Yeah. that's when it was like, you know what? I can't do it. It's uh, it's all those things combined that I'm just like, if it was just like the online worked fine, the emulation is okay, and you can remap controls. Like if it wasn't these small inconveniences that are just like, it's just 
annoying enough that I don't want to pay you for this and Hell forget yeah. about it. If yeah. they hadn't have like, if they just hadn't done Genesis games, didn't do the Animal Crossing thing, didn't change the price, just lumped in the N sixty four games, people wouldn't have complained about it. They would have been like, took you long enough, but that would have been yes. it. You know, yeah, yeah, you're probably right. That's like the worst part. But Nintendo was like, no, we'll do more and then charge more. We'll charge and then more. Like, That's what we're gonna do. We're gonna charge. It all more. fell apart. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Nintendo. It all fell apart. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. That's how I feel about it. It's uh. In the grand scheme of things, for a subscription service, fifty dollars, like they're just bringing it up to like Xbox Live and PS Plus, right? Yeah. But the problem is that they can't even offer an online infrastructure. Yes. That's even that good. So yeah. it's like, man. And they also, come on. there's also like, they also, <laughs> yes, and also on those platforms, they do like way more like deals. Like PlayStation for years has done every month. Here's like a like a couple free games that add to your library. And like Nintendo ain't, ain't gonna fucking do that. They ain't gonna like be like, here's here's like Breath of the Wild for free, like you know, because it's like some of the level of games you've been able to get, right? Yeah. Like like years after the fact on there. God like of the, War in the PlayStation Plus collection. For yeah, PS5, and they've done right? like, the, like like the Uncharted collection and stuff in there. Like Nintendo all their would old never game, like they wouldn't do that. <laughs> they're not gonna do that. Like, here's our Switch up. 2 collection with like 60 FPS, Breath of the Wild, Mario Odyssey, and Splatoon 2, like just bundled in with the console, right? It would be incredible. They'll never yes, do that. And yeah, guess what? It would be amazing. We'll buy the games. That's yep. why we're yes. a bunch of weak <laughs> fools. Yes, they, they know. So that's the weird thing, right? Like, so like, how does Nintendo look at this? Like, what are the numbers? It's fascinating. We'll never see the data. Yeah. And it's weird that we live in a world now where... If people are loud enough, Sony will flip a switch on Horizon Zero Dawn and Microsoft will flip a switch on Xbox Live. Like, but that's not going to happen with Nintendo. So it's like at a certain point, we'll see if this gambit worked out for them because it's easy to get people to get on Nintendo Switch online because little Susie wants to play Mario Kart online. Okay, cool. I'll sign up for a year. It'll just do auto renew. I don't Mm -hmm. care. That's fine. But now you're asking them to up a significant amount. Yep. And how many people are actually going to convert? And so at that point, did they're like, we thought we really got them by the balls, but by the stuff, but that N64 games? Turns out we didn't. How yeah. do we make this better? Is that going to happen? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's where it is. It's like up in the air. It's like, and I think that like, all, really, it all comes down to money. Like if they, if they like, want they up the price and like clearly they maybe wanted to hit some, some level some financial goal with like their increased prices. Like that's the only way I can it's see so them being, funny, like, man. being like, yeah, okay, we'll add more stuff to this and maybe that'll get more people <laughs> on it. And it's like, that's the only way. I it's feel even like funnier because like, when you think of like where that money is going to, that money is going to end up. But when you look at PlayStation and you look at Xbox, like I can confirm to you, there are teams of people who sit in meetings and have whose whole job is like, what's coming to game pass. Who are we right. meeting with? What's coming to PS Plus? Like, what's our budget? Like, right. can we talk to this? But like, that happens all the time. But is Nintendo really getting on that phone call? I bet you 100% more mm-hmm. that Microsoft is following up on that email thread. It's like, hey, can we get Blastcore on there? We'd love to get Blastcore oh, on shit. there. Yes. And then nobody's like, nobody Nintendo's like, like, oh, yeah, whatever. sure. Like, four months later, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I didn't check my email. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That thing, whatever. Nintendo is run by people who don't check their email. That's 100. percent That's what it feels <laughs> like sometimes. I don't know. Or at least Nintendo uh, Japan specifically. Yeah. yeah. Maybe at least it feels that way, right? Or, or somebody's too scared to be the messenger, be like, 
hey, people are not super hot on this. Um, yeah. But who knows? It's, yeah. it's it's one of those things like where you brought up earlier, Mike, like how Smash Brothers like clearly gets it. And I it you see how disconnected these things are, really, because like Smash Brothers has Sakurai and which means the person in charge one hundred percent for sure gets it and knows exactly what he has to do yeah. and he's a big part of every has, decision yeah, it, it's a person who's like championing championing all of these things and ideas of like he's seeing people talking this and he can be the one that's like all right he has like the power he can meet at the executive level to be like yep we're doing it yeah but and, like and some of these other decisions probably yeah like just don't have those people and I yeah. think of other things like other really great Nintendo decisions like Hades being an exclusive or Breach Into the Breach being exclusive. Those things like what I know I've known different people have headed up whoever's in charge of Nintendo Indies. But whoever that is, they get it. They're working hard. They know it. So it's <laughs> like clearly there is just somebody at the top for this classics <laughs> endeavor, the simulation yeah. stuff that just doesn't get it. Yeah. Uh, and that's a bummer. Yeah. Yep. It's it's, it's 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 actually Jim Ryan. He's also he's also <laughs> Nintendo. Being, he's, a, he's also he's also at uh, Nintendo. Lord, you can't like, get away from him. He's, he's just being like, fuck old games. So he's just somewhere. He's just somewhere in, a, in Nintendo. <laughs> uh, it's yeah, really bizarre. It's it is. Really it is. It's it's so bizarre and it's like unfortunate because like there's so many like cool games like Nintendo could get on those. Um, and I hope and I hope I like I hope. I'm, I I'm will hopeful. say I'm still somewhat hopeful, even though it's probably not a good idea to be helpful on this, but glass half full glass half full because I have to, I would still kill for an equivalent of this on a PlayStation platform. The mm. love of fucking God. 100%. And, 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 and it is a missed opportunity and Nintendo's oh trying it. And they're the other platform holder with the, the classic catalog. Microsoft's already fucking yeah. figured it out. They yeah. got it. Game they're Pass good. is good. They're good forever also, which yeah. is great. Yeah. But, you know, PlayStation's the other people. They could have just like, hey, uh, here's a collection dude. of PS1 games. Here's a collection of PS2 games. Yeah. They can have top tens in there just filling up that catalog, and they don't. Um, And they're not even trying. So, yeah. Jim Ryan, I know what you're doing. It's weird. <laughs> it's like nostalgia is like... It feels like in these meeting rooms, and again, I need to be, I need to make a, a a big note. George is a PR person for the video games industry, so he knows a little bit stuff. But now I'm trying my best not to get myself in trouble. But I, what I, I what I'll just say, it is interesting how, as an industry as a whole, like nostalgia is profitable, but only to a point, right? Like mm -hmm. somebody will make the argument, let's absolutely remake get a team on this old game, rebuild medieval. it from scratch. Let's medieval, right? Like let's. <laughs> build it from scratch mm -hmm. but no we can't figure out a way to make these emulators work to get these old games on this service or like that's too much work nobody cares enough but people but totally get a team and all the millions of dollars in funding to do this right. not that one is better than the other i'm just saying like you're con it feels like someone's contradicting themselves when they make yes. these business decisions <laughs> yeah yeah i feel like now that we're seeing even rockstar is going to that well right taking a little, taking a little scoop yeah. even, even the top literally number one top dog money maker is going to that well we're absolutely yeah. and, they, and they make a point we're gonna get physical versions on shelves 100 percent. don't worry about it physical yeah. copies are coming because right other people money other, uh, that's gonna yeah. that's gonna change some opinions that's other people are gonna follow suit after that i think yeah yeah that's the, yes. yeah that's that's actually a really solid one to bring up for sure oh go game preservation game emulation it's a, it's quite a thing never People go away that conversation break. will never end <laughs> yeah. 
yeah we'll have to see where this where this switch online goes i'm 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 yeah i want to be hopeful but yeah that's they've they've not nintendo does not have the track record also for it um but yeah let's let's talk about let's uh move on here i think that's all the news i have so let's talk about some video games we've been playing shall we Mm -hmm. let's be shall let's let's start it off george let's talk about some monkey ball baby super yeah monkey ball super monkey ball banana mania we've been playing it it. the whole conversation about having you on the show was started by me (laughs) me and us talking about in dms being like monkey ball they're doing it let's go before that let's talk about and i watched your reactions to that nintendo direct for e3 (laughs) where i was like boy howdy that was the most george cruz ass nintendo direct (laughs) (laughs) yep it it really was um so yeah monkey ball was officially revealed there which is why Mm -hmm. i mentioned that yes yeah yeah it's a very good it really it really was Monkey Ball and WarioWare in the same direct. Fatal Frame, Cruisin' Blast. Cruising. Yeah. Like all oh, man, I forgot Cruisin' Blast. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah I had it on right. his list. <laughs> it really was just you. To it really team. was. And I mean, they say, they do say, like, there's a Nintendo Direct out there for everybody. That one was for you, man. Yeah, yeah. there was, was the B game, the B, B game games. hour, baby. <laughs> the 3DS yeah. crew showed up and was like, we make games too. Yeah, come on. Come with us. But yeah, Banana, Banana Mania... I love mm-hmm. I I absolutely love this collection. I don't know how much you, they you killed it, it yeah, out of the great. park. It's um like one of my last reviews. One of my one of my last reviews for Rash Clashes was Super Monkey Ball Banana Blitz HD, mm-hmm. and it very much felt like uh, it very much felt like a testing of the water. And it, right. you did not when you compare the marketing campaign for this game and the one there, they could not be more stark. Like yes. it was so it was very That's much like point, yeah. let's just try this out. And this one is like, no, we're going full in. We are confident there's an audience for this. And we're going to give that audience everything that they want. And we're going to be responsive to their questions. We are going to celebrate these characters as if we've always cared about them. Yes. And <laughs> it's, it's, you can see it in the menus, in the game. Like there's just so much attention to detail. And uh, yeah, they killed it. They knocked it out of the park. Yeah. I think I, I, as, a, as a person who enjoys Monkey Ball, but still we'll we'll admit that there are some weird things about the franchise um mm-hmm. i still have some 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 uh criticism about old monkey ball levels yes. where i'm looking yep. at this ridiculous and nonsense spinning level at 150 miles per hour yeah and the, everybody who loves monkey ball who's been yelling about the jump button is all like yeah this is good this is the stuff we want and i'm like <laughs> uh, yeah. i don't know about this guys come on, come but on, uh come on that's my perspective real quick thoughts mike yes <laughs> yes yeah no i i i'm 100 with you there of like i i've i'm like loving like jumping back into this and like jumping through levels and like remembering of like how much i played this game on gamecube and would even have like people friends over when we would play random gamecube games and jumping into this and just being like oh yeah this fucking level where it's you have to just get put the monkey in front of a launcher up the straight the straight like thing and just hope and pray your monkey lands in the right spot to like get on it and it's there's just you know there's all those levels but then there's just like a bunch of like really fun and silly stuff in there and like you said like there's just this feels like a really thought out and like loving collection of just this entire franchise like really like they they have all of the levels from monkey ball one and two and then the deluxe they did they did a package like this i think what was that was for like xbox and ps2 is called deluxe and that added extra stages and then that 
that they basically just took that package and added even more like stuff on it and completely remade like like almost all of it like pretty much all the games and like it's it's just really impressive um it's it's a lot of fun um i think i think the one thing i'll say that i was bummed about is like there's no real like which makes sense because it is like it's even as much as like like they're celebrating this monkey ball still pretty niche franchise but i still would have loved to see some sort of online play in this yeah in some way but i also My understand like ball, yeah. I, I understand i understand why they probably didn't do it though because it is like a smaller game this this online the online for this game probably would have been a lot of people would have been on maybe the first week and then this then it would have been probably like a ghost town, yeah. and then they're just like you know it would have probably been the right like financial decision i'm sure for that but it is it would have been nice to still have those moments where yeah my other and I, I it was a compliment I was going to give the game, but now I'm also going to take it back. They they added good assist features where you can add a slow mo and uh, an extended time, or you can just skip a level. Yeah. But they are tied to a currency in the game. Like your cur you your points turn into a currency, which you can unlock costumes for your monkeys and mm-hmm. all this other stuff. The other or you can use it to skip, yeah. which is cool in theory until to the point where you get to the late game and it gets really frustrating but you yeah. want to keep going yeah. but you have you don't have enough points so you're like kind of stuck yeah you're just stuck um, yeah but uh so that's, sure. that's kind of where i am a little bit right now i'm like on level eight of the campaign right uh, world eight of the campaign so i'm nearing the end um mm-hmm. but yeah that's... that that's that's the main thing but other than that like i think the amount of anim just like I just like looking at these characters. So like the amount of animations and the amount of different models they have for yeah. like mm-hmm. that menu is beautiful. That scrolling yeah. menu from left to right where it's like party mode and you have I, I like doing a little party thing. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it's charming and really nice. I love, um, yeah. I love a lot of the, like the graphical. Yeah. Like you said, UI presentation stuff they did for this updated version where it's like that menu. And then like, I like all like the nice sweeps and the big, yep. the big yellow and black monkey like transitions and stuff. I don't know where great. they go from here. Is what yeah, I guess that's that's kind of the tricky thing where it's like, I don't know if this is a situation like a Crash Bandicoot situation and where like they they remade that whole trilogy and it, it was like a big seller. Then they it made a they, lot of money, but not made, enough. But then they made Crash Four, right? I don't I don't yeah. see that happening unfortunately with this. But I'm still glad it exists. Like regardless, just for yeah, it's weird though. Like the the handful of people for us that are like. I love these games and I've like, I want to be able to play this on a modern console and there's a full package. I just have now. I am yeah. curious. What would bo- both or either of you want from a new monkey ball? That's what I'm asking myself too. It's right. like, honestly, like I would wait another four years maybe and come back with another one. Yeah. Because it's, uh, it's, it's weird. Video games are weird, right? Because it's like, um, we're very much what's the new shiny thing in my in my face and like how long are you around right because it's like with ratchet and clank there was a point where folks were getting a ratchet and clank every fucking year and then at a certain point nobody cared right like you're around all the time yeah but you put in you bring a new one and then you put like a long gap until the next one and people are stoked out of their minds yeah so it's a weird of like it's a weird thing of balancing the a property of Mm -hmm. you want it you want to give it a shine every few years to get uh get to keep it fresh in the player's mind but whatever the hell and i don't know where they go from here because they they proved that there is an audience for this game yeah. and people like it a lot it's people enjoy memeing on it so it's like yes the 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 twitter the monkey ball twitter has done very 5k followers yeah, and, and doing these... the doing the cooking like with ii 
skits yeah. are, 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 are they're fantastic every time I've seen one. So yeah, I would say um, wait another three years yeah, and just I would, do I would a wait. new Monkey Ball game with new courses. Yeah, like I think two things I would like to see in that game. Um, just thinking off the top top of my head, uh, one would be anti anti gravity levels like from like a Mario Kart eight style anti gravity levels where you're like <laughs> where you're like on a ball, but you like some levels you'll like grow, go underneath and like go around and like a a loop de loop or something, or you'll like go up a wall or something, or either that. Or do like multiplayer monkey ball where it's like you're doing the monkey ball courses, but yeah. then there's like three or four of you like doing them all at once together, like once, yeah. running yeah, around. Fit. I, I yeah, would try that each stuff. Person moves a different part of the level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or so, something yeah. like something like that. Like like figure out a way to like make that make like a modern some modern stuff that were not in those original games work. I, yeah, I'm like trying to like create a monkey ball story mode or adventure mode in my head and i just like don't even know they did make an adventure game at one point that people did not like so that's the other thing like the monkey ball fan base as much as i love monkey ball there are a lot of weird people who take this very deadly serious so it's like it's it's it's, it's what i think franchise like you want to try something new but you don't want to get the hardcore people too upset so you got to find that balance so I would hope eventually they find that balance with something new and exciting right. in about three or four years. Um, I don't know. Put this game on Game Pass later on to keep it, just keep it relevant, put it on yeah. sale a lot. Yeah, I don't know. keep it in people's but. faces. Yeah, and, and the, yeah, I guess the one other thing I'd mention is like I like that they've done all the weird DLC crossover stuff for this too, where it's like, yeah, here's, here's Kir- cool Kiryu, Kiryu from Yakuza yep. and Sonic and Tails. Oh, and then they it. put in the Monster Hunter or Monster Rancher monster yeah the game for whatever Sanrio, the Hello Kitty yeah it's just silly like, stuff like that that I think I is fun like, didn't somebody like make a joke that they should just put the Dreamcast in the Monkey Ball and so, then it just so announced that I, like two days later <laughs> so what happened to me is I, I didn't realize so they announced it with like it was like a like special edition bonus is like you get like I think it's like a Dreamcast and a Genesis Saturn and a Saturn and a Saturn, like in a monkey ball. It's like a DLC bonus for pre for like getting like the deluxe monkey ball. Um, I I didn't think that was it because they kept doing guest characters. And then I like photoshopped up like a full thing and like replied to it. That's what I did one day. So I remember posting it like in our select that I was shit posting on this monkey ball thing. And it was like, they should do this, do this, you cowards. And then people then just replied to me with like official art that they already did and i was just like what the fuck i like lost my mind because it was a legitimate thing so funny yeah it was okay. it's but yeah it's really good yeah we we did me and alex we did a of a, a gameplay video a viewpoints video already on banana mania where yeah i, I love where that I, viewpoint where i play where i where, where i play some monkey ball and i was a dreamcast and that as well and we it was very had a good time intense. yeah yeah I, I got to some intense levels there but it was fun I, I want you to know after that viewpoints I went and watched a full Monkey Ball One speed run for the first time yeah, and it was crazy. People. Yeah, the, the speed runs are so cool. Buck wild than I had ever seen in my life. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, I gotta pause until it's on a even number yeah. frame yeah. here, so that way I'll yeah, like, know like, how I'm gonna jump. Yeah, they're, yeah, using, that's like, the thing, they're like, using the timer to like dictate when, when they like move and it's crazy. It's it's, it's wild. Yeah, so, so to keep things going, I'll just say that I think now that now that they proved that there is a market, they brought a new game. I think the community will run away with it and will keep it alive until you have a new one. Maybe if you want to, when you have a new Sega, big Sega game, you can add that character in a DLC if you really wanted to, or you save that for the next one. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but um, 
I'm glad that this has been successful. It seems, at least from the outside looking in, it looks successful. Yeah. Uh, they've certainly went all in. I commend them for going all in on this. So we'll see where yeah. they go from here. Um, I like that Sega has been on a tr on a, a streak of giving their old franchise another shot or giving the IP to someone else to do it. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if there's somebody there's been a team trying to get Jet Set back. But then that yeah. indie game yeah, the, came the, back. The bomb rush, the bomb rush uh, came in. So who knows? Yeah, Anyways, yeah. I'm, I'm very, I'm very curious. But yeah, like yeah, you brought up a good point of like they are kind of like sort of bringing back a little bit some of their older franchises, Sega, and like giving them a little bit of. I, I wouldn't be surprised if some of that's because they like Yakuza was like all all of a right. sudden like just like exploded and now it's like their biggest franchise really. So I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if like maybe it's like hey why don't we just try a couple of these older ones and just see if that happens. Yeah, um, I'm curious cool. what Shin Megami Tensei looks like after five. SMT five. Yeah, I think yeah. that game's going to do pretty good. It's probably going to do better than a lot of the other Shin Megami Tensei games. Yeah, I wonder. Yeah, so. for sure, because it's uh, it's out pretty soon here. I think. Yeah, next November. week. By the time we're recording this. Okay. Nice. Um, cool. Speaking, I'll, I'll bring up this other game because it's it just recently released, and I also, honestly think it's like in a similar boat two monkey ball that i've been playing is mario party superstars um this game i think in like it's like that same idea of monkey ball and that like they've just got a collection of original like a bunch of old mario party stuff that sickos like us grew up with and we're into um and just like here here's the game here it is in a full package but now with like full online play and like you know full like very nice like it's a it's one like I honestly think it's like one of the best looking Switch games that there's been in a while. It's really it's really sharp looking. Yeah. Um, Super but, Mario Party is a gorgeous video game too. Yeah. I'll say. Yeah, and it seems like it's it's definitely built off a lot of that framework in terms of like they pretty much carried over all of the quality of life kind of features they introduced with Mario Super Mario Party into this one where like you know when you're rolling you can see like you know that you're many you're this many things away from the star. Um, that when you're when you're about to play a mini game, you get like a test version where you can kind of like play it in real time before you start to like try it out. Um, and then yeah, it's just it's just a collection of everything. It's like it's five maps are are boards from across the N sixty four Mario Party game. So it's like you got your Space Land and your Horror Land from Space Land. Yeah, Mario Party two, which are probably still my two favorite boards. Even in this game, you got Woody Woods from Mario Party three. Um, and then you have two from Mario, the first Mario Party, which one is like the birthday cake and the tropical beach for with the Koopas. Um, and then there's mini game. The mini games, actually, I didn't realize this until I started playing because like, the mini games are actually from across all 10 games. So it's not just the, the N64s. Oh, it's, oh, it's, wow. it's all all 10. There's no I don't think there's any Super Mario Party mini games in it, but all the mini games are across like all 10. And they'll tell you, like, when you go into a mini game. And you're about to play up in the corner. It'll say like, "This is from Mario Party Five or Mario Party Ten. Oh, or that's cool. Like Mario Party Three or whatever." And they've that like cool. they they've redone all of the music too from across it. Like all the all the boards have like updated music. All the mini games have updated music. When you win a when you win a mini game that's from a specific one, it plays like a remixed a new version of the jingle from that specific Mario Party. Like it's pretty impressive. That's like cool. the, that they they did all that. Um, he what else we have um there's but yeah they, they just brought they kind of i think 
like again like monkey ball where they, they kind of meshed the best of um the more recent mario parties like super mario party with a lot of the quality of life stuff but brought back a lot of that like classic kind of bullshittery that Mario Party kind of had in those earlier days of like that's that's how I know people like this game because I've yes. been seeing a lot of posts on Twitter about people being fuming, pissed off, mad after yes. a, a, yeah. a, a session of Mario Party. That's that yeah. real shit. <laughs> yeah, it, it it really does. There really is some real shit in this for sure on some of those boards of like there's the the Koopa the Koopa Mario Party one map. Um, that's like kind of the one I played a little bit just to like check out like how the um, kind of just the turns work. Cause there was a whole thing where we talked about, like if you could go full sicko and do the 50 turns, like we've done a couple times uh, here on the site, but you, you unfortunately can't do 50 turns in this. That's probably for the best <laughs> as, as you put it, Alex. Yeah. Yeah. As, as much as it's fun, but you can, let's say if you do like, Hey, we did like a 15 turn, like Mario party, you set that for the settings and start playing and want to keep going you can go into the there's like a bunch of um like menu options while you're mid playing and add turns and max it out up to 30 turns so you can't be like i'm i'm playing 15 and i'm gonna add an extra 15 to make it like even more than that so you can't keep adding them it's just like a single add and i think if you do 30 turns max you can only do 30 turns you can't like add additional turns onto the thir- if you already pick 30 there was Which a real fine. fear that you could just keep adding turns <laughs> yes. forever. <laughs> I want to I say in one of the earlier ones, you could do that if you were truly an insane person. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's, there's all that. Um, there's full online play. Like I said, I, where uh, there'd be a few points, another video where me and Quinn, I just wanted to check out like what, what the weird experience was of going online against yeah, random, three other random, three other random people playing mario party and it turns out it's still just kind of like playing mario party against cpus does which, i assume does the other player need to have the full game i assume it's not like a I think, download I, I think thing. i think so yeah i think you need yeah. i think you need the full sixty dollars is a lot for mario yeah, party is what is, i'm saying that's, right now yeah that, that is a lot for that um you definitely have to kind of be in or out for that i think mario party but um <laughs> but i think but i think like regardless of that like yeah, we talked to we, we have there's plenty of fair criticisms of like Nintendo and their, their online stuff. I will say this game actually it's online works pretty well and like functions <laughs> how, how how you think an online game should function where you can, you know, you can play against complete randoms or you can set up a lobby and like invite in, and it actually has like in-game invites where you can invite your friends to to that direct game and you can like set up like a unique lobby for yourselves. Um <clears throat> there's local um multiplayer too so you can like have you have four people on one switch or you can have your four switches in a room together and play together. Um, there's, there's like a, there's like a side mode that's called mountain mini games, which is just like, you're like, Hey, if you just want to play some, some mini game ass mini games and not do the board stuff, that's there too. And that's fully online too. Like you can like get an online play and do that weird mini game mode. And there's even like a daily challenge thing in that, which is kind of weird. Um, there's a whole bunch of stuff like that. Daily um, Challenge and Mario Party yeah, are two concepts I never thought you never of. thought of, right? It's kind of it was kind of <laughs> weird to see that when I was like scrolling through the menu, but it's there. Um, one th- one thing I'd say was a bummer was there's not a lot of there's not a lot of unlockable stuff. Like there isn't like a like unlockable six board, let's say, or like more unlockable characters. Like what you kind of see is what you kind of get with like the so far with the five boards, and like you know I think there's like eight character or no, there's more than eight. I think I think it's like twelve characters um that's all kind of there the only unlockable stuff which there's one cool thing which is um if you play on uh board um for just for the first time you unlock the 
the, the classic music for the board. And then you can go on the options, either choose their new remix song or the classic song from the N64 version of the board to like play over the map, which I thought was cool. Again, it's the stuff we talked about. I mentioned like, yeah, we care about nostalgia to the point of going this hard into a standalone product that's we sell for $60. But yeah. that sentiment of caring for our history does not yes. spread across equally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like they, yeah, they're not, they wouldn't put that attention into like some emulate. They clearly didn't for their N64 emulated games online, but they could, I guess they, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it is, it is pretty bizarre. Um, but, but yeah, I think, I think it's a cool package. Like I just personally, for me as somebody who grew up on that stuff, like you said, it is a nostalgia thing for sure. And I don't, and I, and I see myself wanting to play this more with, with, with like people online, like with friends online, not randoms online necessarily, but, um, more than I would the, the, the other Mario party, the super Mario party, just cause like, I feel like that's, that was one of those things where. I, th- I think I just kind of grown out of that era of like motion control games, like for a while, mm. like that's many years now. And I think also having to have like extra stuff, like for that game, where it's like, all right, now we have to have a bunch of extra joy cons to have, if anybody ever came over to play yeah. this game or, you know, that game, I don't, I think it has on like better online now, but when it first came out, it didn't at all. But this one just out of the gate is like, you have online, you can just jump into a lobby and go and like, don't need, like even if people came over to play, like you wouldn't necessarily need a bunch of extra peripherals. You could just like, if everyone has a switch, you can just bring a switch and kind of go, uh, which I somewhat appreciate instead of having to, the hassle of having all these extra peripherals necessarily just to play a single game. Um, but yeah, I, I think I, I, I'm enjoying it. I'm excited for us to get a group together and play it. I think that's, that's definitely what that Got game it. is for. I've got it ready to go. It's downloaded. Excellent. Yeah, I uh, just have not I played think, it yet. I think I'm just waiting for being like, all right, what's uh, when when is, when am I going to cross that Rubicon? Because I want I want this, but sixty dollars is just yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. lot. It's a lot for this game. That 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 I definitely had that that feeling too. I'm just like, ah, you'll six, probably six, a lot. be able and, to get it for forty at some point, similar to hopefully uh the strategy game, the rabbits. I feel like it. Will... Oh, yeah, but that's a Ubisoft joint. So that's been like ten dollars. True, true. Ubisoft's yeah. been like, but I, you know, you, you get that occasional forty dollar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I bet Skyward Sword's gonna be forty uh, for yeah. Black Friday. Yeah, um, for sure. That was a that was a sixty dollar game twice. That was a sixty dollar game. <laughs> yeah, that's why I didn't. That's why. Yeah, I ended up to, that's probably why I didn't end up playing that either. Really. Um, I bought that one. It's all right. <laughs> um. <laughs> But yeah, that's that's we have we have uh, another big game to talk. But I want to hear about some of your guys' game, George. Tell me about Cruising Blast because I know that that took over the world. I feel like. yeah, did it? I mean, okay, so I'm gonna go through mine pretty quickly. <laughs> sure. But yes, Cruising Blast came out. I am shocked that people actually gave a shit other than me that Cruising Blast came out because um, for those uninitiated, this game was announced uh, during the E3, as we mentioned earlier during this year's Nintendo E3. Mm-hmm. If you're not familiar with that, Cruisin' is a longtime arcade rice, uh, driving franchise that is published by Nintendo, but not developed by Nintendo. It used to be developed by Midway of Chicago, uh, Chicago's mm-hmm. own Midway, um, until Midway disappeared. And so Cruisin' went up into the ether. The um, great Midway disappearance. The great Midway disappearance. Yeah, <laughs> Nobody knows. Has anybody <laughs> seen PsyOps? We're PsyOps. Um, <laughs> 
So uh, a lot of those devs, obviously those people still reside in Chicago, at least a mm-hmm. lot of those people. Uh, Eugene Jarvis being one of those lead people who also worked on Robotron, um, NARC, other classic arcade games. They made their own company called Raw Thrills, and they're like midway, midway, like they 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 just they grabbed more that they could fucking actually chew and swallow. Let's I let's make an arcade company that makes arcade games, but just enough for all those weird Dave and Buster's, for all those weird movie lobbies. Yeah, we believe we can still make a business of making arcade games to service those people, and yeah. they've been going on for a decade plus, uh, making those games, and and around 2017, I want to say. Um, they got the the license from Nintendo and they made a new cruising arcade game called Cruising Blast. And that was cool enough, but it was a weird thing of being like, would this ever come to consoles? Does Nintendo care enough? Yeah. Um, and it turns out they did in a weird dance. It's not published by Nintendo. It's published by Raw Thrills, but it says licensed by Nintendo. Here it is. It is a home port of the arcade game with a little bit more content, but it is pretty much just an arcade port of that game mm-hmm. um 2021 and it's awesome still getting arcade ports yeah that, yeah that's yeah that's that's cool I, I i i feel like i i've i've skewed because i was listening i've been listening a lot lately to jeff grubb's uh content and his game and he up. likes it a lot he's 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 very much into it like he to the point where he made the the theme song like one of his podcast outros and it's very funny that checks out because he because he because he because like the it became it became like sort of a meme but he also really actually likes it because he he plays it for his kids. Poly- he plays it for his kids, and his kids like were really into it. One of the few games of the year to get the prestigious Polygon recommends sticker of approval. Uh, like, um, it's like if you're into this game, you're in all the way, and you want to advocate it for as yeah. much as you can. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I think this game is what what it sells is that like this is if you want an old school arcade. arcade game racing game, but like with the good and the bad, right? Like. This is straight up. Remember when you paid 60 bucks for an arcade game that you could just play over and over at home with no like campaign or like this long, like the meat that you expect from a modern video game. Yeah. This is just the tracks. Just just tracks and race. Drive around and that's good enough for you. Then come on in. Um, And for me, for like the, I got like five hours out of it and I was pure fun, like podcast game. Like Mm -hmm. it's silly enough. Like if you have, if you have like, if you had like kids or if you like nephews and stuff, like it is perfect, dumb, like here's the dinosaur, just fucking drive. Like, yeah, it's fantastic. Um, Your unicorn drive like as a car, but it's, it's just yep. madness. My only thing that I'll say in the wrap it up is like, like I said, repeated here, like it is an arcade port. And just like arcade ports of old, the console of the console that is available on the Nintendo Switch cannot run the arcade version of cruising blast so this is a downscaled version oh, okay. of that arcade port as i understand that arcade port ran on a nvidia gt like 1060 oh, so okay. the switch is not as powerful as a 1060 so yeah, okay. it, like graphically it is reduced uh across the board um load times uh are there they're not that bad but they're there um mm. cars look weird um yeah that, that's yeah. the thing yeah that's the thing does it, does it have online play or no it does have online play, yes. Cool. So it does have that. Nice. Um, yeah. That's uh, fun. Oh, one last thing I guess I'll also say is, um, so all the cars, not all the cars, because there are sharks and, and uh, dinosaurs you can drive in this game, but most of the cars in this game are licensed vehicles. 
which means uh, that this game will eventually get delisted. Right. And there are physical copies of this game. So I feel like this is going to be one of those games that uh, you either got it when you could or you could, or you didn't in the future. Mm-hmm. So I, I recommend it once this game probably goes around $30. I think $30 is a fair price. Yeah. It retails for $40, not $60. But I know $40, even for some people, that's a lot for this game. I think if you if this sounds like a game for you, I would get in on that physical copy if it's around 30 on Black Friday. If it's 20, absolutely fucking lootly. Go and mm. go crazy. But um I'm wondering how many copies are actually being produced for it. Um my Walmart right. actually sold out of copies at one point. Once people more people started talking about it, you could see that there's an uptick in people who wanted it, yeah, especially we'll collectors. It yeah. So yeah. yeah that's that's cool. all I gotta say about that. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's cool. It's cool that that just that was able to happen. Well, however, yeah, that's crazy. However, uh, yeah, it's just, you know, they just kind of cruising on a modern video game console. Yeah. I mean, I think I know how that happened behind the scenes in terms of people who work in Nintendo, but again, sure. I don't want to get myself in trouble. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool that that there are passionate people out there doing the Lord's work, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's successful. Again, Cynical George would have just said, this is like something I think is cool as hell, but nobody's yeah. going to give a shit. Turns out. There's an audience. Some people, some people so, care. Turns out there's a lot of people who like video games mm-hmm. and their tastes are very diverse and different. And so there's space for little niches of weird stuff to be successful in their own right, which is really fucking cool about video games right now, I think. Yeah. It is. It is. Cruise and Blast is the definition of a lost oddity. To <laughs> it's a callback. Good callback. I love it. That's that's only for the real ones who got that's that's for the real ones, ones. yeah, for the real ones. Um, anything else you want to talk about, George? Game wise, or yeah, WarioWare came out. I don't know if you, ta- I don't think you talked about it. Yeah. Last we haven't talked about it. Yeah, I, I I was not able to pick it up. Excuse so WarioWare, yeah, WarioWare Get It Together came out. It's a new WarioWare game. Uh that was also announced during that direct. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this very much feels like. A sequel to WarioWare Gold is what I'll say. A game sure. that I played this year and uh, purchased this DS. There it is. For ah, uh, so I played WarioWare Gold Circle. It all comes together. So all I did play WarioWare nice. Gold this year, <laughs> uh, and I think WarioWare Gold's a better video game than WarioWare Get it Together. Unfortunately, that's that's, but, that's kind of what I heard, and that's kind of why I didn't really get it's into a real it. Shame, man. They yeah. put that on 3DS. It's a real yes. shame. Yeah. Um, yeah. The reason I say that is because um, the production value on WarioWare Gold for some reason is higher than this game. And then like that game had a lot of voice acting and a lot of animation that was wonderful to see. It had so mm-hmm. much character. And this game has some of it, but not all the way. There's there's a lot of text, but not a lot of voice acting, which the advertising would lead you to believe, which is a shame. Gotcha. Um do you, th- and, uh, do, you th- do you think it might have to do with like the, there's a I don't well, I guess I don't specifically know but like I'm assuming like it may have because of the bigger cast that's kind of always around but that makes it, it could be that and right. also the, I just this has appeared to me COVID yeah the pandemic yeah, getting sure. voice actors and booths to do stuff and like right. their bandwidth is so weird like that was also probably a thing and maybe NOA was like NOA and a like just the weird channels like yo this game needs to come out. Yeah, like yeah. we, can't, we can't wait anymore. We have to we have to get it done. Right. So that was probably also a thing that happened. And what's the budget for this game? Who knows, right? They're yeah. charging 50 bucks for it. So maybe who knows? Yeah. But so that is a reason why it's not as good. But secondly, I think the gimmick 
is fine. Right. Uh, of like each of these characters has their own ability, kind of, sort of. They're pretty similar, but they're kind of. But it's not mm-hmm. as cool as in this game. In these games, you're using motion controls. In these games, you're using touch controls. Right. In these games, they're very. They're based on GBA, so these are going to be super simple, but super fast and clever. Um, yeah. Like that stuff mm-hmm. that Gold had because it was a compilation of all the other games not being here makes it feel lesser than, in my opinion. And it's why I right. haven't finished it. I'm still super grateful that we got a new Warrior Rare game. Like, I'm not going to look a gift horse in the mouth. Yeah. Because yeah, it's, it's really cool that they actually. Warrior Rare games are like once in a generation, if lucky. Uh, I'm shocked yeah. they even did another one because of Game and Wario. But, yeah, you they know, could, they couldn't bring back the, the, the drawing, the drawing one. Mm-hmm. The, what, why even? Which one was that? That, that was that, one? that was that was the Wii U one game of Wario with like the weird drawing mini game. Uh, yeah, because yeah, yeah. it had Meverse and all that stuff in it. I forgot there was a Wii U one. I forgot it was. It was I like thought Game of Wario was like, did especially poorly yeah, yeah. <laughs> on a different platform for some reason. Yeah, I I mean the last time I played a WarioWare game was probably Smooth Moves. Before, oh, wow. But mm-hmm. I love that game. I'll tell you what, the eleven person party mode that they have for that where you just pass around one Wii remote is yeah. absolute it's, insanity. It's, it's a, lot, a lot of fun. And that's the weird thing. Like I'm coming off really negative, but I'm like, if you like WarioWare and you have the money and you find yourself in the right place for it, fucking buy this game. Like it's WarioWare. Like it has yeah. all the charm and all the character. But coming off from like gold, which was just a fantastic entry in the franchise. It just feels less, and that's kind of a bummer. Yeah. Like having just coming out straight from it, it's just ah, I wish this was a little bit more. But I'm so grateful. Like, I, you know, I love my guy Ninevolt. I love Mona. I love Doctor Krygor. I'm all about Orbulon. I'm all about it. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> great, great yeah. cast. Still, definitely <laughs> I, still one of the best Nintendo casts for uh, sure. Does it? Is it one of those things where these are predominantly new mini games, uh, and Gold mm-hmm. was like a collection of them though? Does that like offset it a little bit of like, well, this is like kind of a new thing and, and gold had it easier just because it was collecting all these other things before it? Yeah. Like the the there's just less stuff for them to play with these new games, though, even though they're brand new games like they're really it really is just like move this character and they shoot in a direction or it's pretty much it. It's a weird it's a different take on. This character can shoot, but maybe this person has a boomerang that can do the same thing. If you, yeah. Like yeah. It's, it's, th- the creativity is, is the creativity space is just limited. Yeah, that, that, was, that yeah. was kind of my thing, too, with it of like, I, I think the concept of like having different characters that do different things in, in a specific micro warrior minigame is cool. But I don't know if it's like a full game should be around it personally yeah right? that could be like one person's thing yeah yeah like that could be that or that could be like a like a, a game mode on top of like you know a, a more some other warrior wear thing right? yeah it's it's like i would have been like in the meeting hey guys we probably only got one warrior wear game this generation is this the bit we want to commit to yeah because it, it's a solid right, idea like, like it's not bad it's just like is it good enough to be the one warrior wear yeah. game you're gonna get this generation yeah and, and, and i definitely get your point of like even though like they're there it's probably collections from older games the fact that you can like jump around from like here's like ds a ds a bunch of ds mini games where you have touch things or you have like the move the moving mini games and like there's like like a much, much wider breadth of types of mini games even though we've seen them before like in a single game i think like definitely that sounds i think gold definitely just has a lot more going for also, it. i think the campaign's just better like also it's it's weird yeah. again 
I don't know. That's that's why we're both. It's good, but it's a it's just a slight disappointment. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Real quickly, also on my list, I want to just say that Fatal Frame made the Blackwater is out. I have it, but I have not started it because I've been too tired. But it's out there. Yeah, it's there. They they're they're putting all your video games on the Switch, man. They're doing. Yep. All the weird shit you can get it. Um, (laughs) I think it's doing well. Probably. I assume it's. I mean, (sighs) the Fatal Frame is in that really sad place of um of series where the people who like it are like, I'm going to buy it in every platform. I'm going to get it here. Like, it's just really sad. You know, like we got to We got to tell them that we want more guys. Yeah. Well, Come why on. aren't you buying fatal frame? Buy it. Don't you care about me? And like, yeah, it's, it's, it's just about to go buy a still, fatal frame for you, George. It's still, yeah. it's still me with dragon's dogma too. Like, come on. I don't know why I own a physical <laughs> I, version of dragon's dogma on switch, but I do. Please. I know people have bought enough of Dragon's Dogma One for them to yeah, make a sequel. Yeah, hundred percent. It's yeah. gotta happen. Uh, it's got a shitty Netflix series. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's gotta happen. Uh, I totally forgot about that. You're right. I I want to say though, with Fatal Frame out there, I as a lover and defender of this game do not appreciate the Wooly World disrespect of putting it on the 3DS and not the Switch. Oh yeah. I yeah. feel like that was a. <laughs> Despicable move. Even after Tropical Freeze was put on the Switch. Yeah. Despicable. Yeah. I mean, the, 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 yeah. the thing is, though, I feel like that's it's even rough because I feel like that that sentiment is a thing, even though because people completely forgot about the Yoshi game that came out. Yeah, on Switch. they did. Crafted exactly. World, which you I actually like. I, I, I played Crafted World and it's fun. But yeah, like yeah. You said, it's it's relatively forgettable still. But Wooly, Wooly World is just a cornucopia of magic and i mm-hmm. i'm about to go set up my wii so i can just play that game you know what? <laughs> that's true i like, did forget about woolly world being stuck on a 3ds and yeah. with poochie that poochie all that poochie content Pucci, i'll never see i will say i guess i guess i'm becoming the the crafted world defender or whatever the fuck but poochie is in that game i just want to say all right yeah she's in that game god damn it there's some fun there's some fun worlds in that where you like go into like a space a space world and you're like it's like the same woolly world style of like there's like ships that are like hanging and you like jump on them and they'll like weigh each other and there's That's like different cute. layers where you can kind of go back and forth i like that game but you're right woolly world should be on switch too because at this point they've like brought every other wii u game yeah onto the switch so it's just this it's wind waker and twilight princess hd will die on wii u with <laughs> star, fox. World. star fox zero also that's especially funny uh, yeah. because they put captain toad on switch and 3ds yeah but they not put woolly world on it's true switch. despicable brood what are they that's that's really what they're not thinking about over there stop it's thinking about awful. your bad subscription services and start thinking about putting woolly world on nintendo switch but yeah, that's uh, we got we got one last game to talk about here, which I think me and you, Alex, we're going to talk about. And I think it's like it's somewhat. I, I some, played I played this game as well. Oh, by you, the way. you played? Okay. We're talking about Metroid Dread. I, I I know this is like since our last episode, we haven't really talked too much about it. When we were hyped, I think we hyped up last episode. That's because Alex, just for everyone's uh, thing, you're doing. You did a review discussion with Moises Tavares, uh, friend of the mm-hmm. site. And that will eventually go up, and you, I think you probably already have yeah. a lot of thoughts uh, in that. But we're definitely still going to talk about it here because, of course, this is our dang, our gosh dang Nintendo show. Yeah. Metroid Dread, the hotness uh, released. They put out a 2DS Metroid game, and it's, yeah, it's, it's fucking fantastic. It's a really good game. Um, Very good. Yeah. I like, I like it quite a bit. 
Um, I I will easily say it's I'll straight up say it's probably at least already one of my top five like favorite games on the Switch period. Even even with like some of like the like the minor issues I I personally have with it, it's I would still consider it like top five. Like if you were to if I were just of this off, console's legacy of this console's legacy across the Switch. I agree with that. Like I I, mean, I, I, would, I would I would probably put it. Like if I just off the top of my head, just be like top five, top five Switch games. This that game would probably already be in it. Um, yeah. I I like it a lot. It's it feels incredible. Like just like very tight gameplay. That's a thing for me. Yeah, it's it just feels good right out the gate. A lot of the uh, and then as you get more abilities, it still feels even better. The one thing, the one ability I won't complain about at first is when you first get the space jump and the jump feels bad. I, I, I'm one of those crazy people. I'll tell you, I feel that I think I personally felt that jump felt bad. But once you get like the later, like you get the screw attack and then you upgrade it, it's fine. Then the jump's just like, OK, I, I get this now and I can just infinitely jump. So it matters less. But that was frustrating for me personally at first. Um, but, yeah, it's just it's just such a it's just such a cool game. I love that, like the kind of you know still in the metroid style have like samus be this more stoic silent protagonist character but i feel like this is like really a time they've given her more personality than like kind of any game before that and i think that i think like the way that comes across in this game personally is really cool and how like you truly feel like samus is this is like not just like a bounty hunter that kind of got swept up, swept up into this. She truly feels like she like knows her shit. She's a warrior. She's here to just like, you know, she's, she's like seen this shit before. Like even when you're in these boss, boss fights and you're getting these cool cinematic scenes, when you like do counters, right. Or other things like, like they just, they, I think they just like caught a very like minimal, like uh performance of her, of like not really having much dialogue, which actually, I guess it's like a minor spoiler. She does talk in one scene, which is kind of wild. Um, but then, but then like, just like across the board of like having all these scenes where like, you can, you can tell her like emotions in those, in that moment, you can tell like, you know, they like really think about like that kind of stuff where I feel like that's not really ever been a thing in Metroid games that I've played. I've not played other M I will say, but like, you know, I thought, I thought about that stuff in like prime and like, I love prime. I would still, I still personally would say like the, the original Metroid prime is still probably one of my favorite it's still probably my favorite Metroid game period, but I think it's just like a, you know, it's apples, oranges kind of personal preference of like style of Metroid games. I think is just where that comes down to for me, where I think I prefer that first person kind of exploration style of game, uh, but also with the kind of the Metroid elements to it, right? The traversal and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, anyway, I, I'm, I'm somewhat rambling, but just because I really like this, I do really like this game um, and it's a lot of fun. And yeah, pe- I'm curious pe- what you think, George. Uh, just have you played any other Metroid games? Not really. No, I've always wanted to, and the idea has been attractive. It just hasn't lined up, right? Like the last, I wasn't a big uh, Nintendo person around the PS2 generation. I had a PS2, I didn't have a GameCube. I didn't have a. I had a Game Boy Advance, but I hardly played it, so I didn't play any of those games. Um. So yeah, uh, and I didn't have a Wii, so I didn't play other M or the Metroid Prime trilogy when it was there. So like the opportunity, mm-hmm. the opportunity to get into Metroid has always been like you have to seek it out pretty much if you're around this generation. Yeah. You either had that right console at the right time, or you decided to seek it out. And so I never, yeah. I downloaded them, but I never did. Um, so yeah, my thought, my thoughts on this game, and um, 
I to give you where I am, I just got the various suit. So um, nice. I got that second boss with the weird hole in his stomach, and so I'm trying to figure that guy out. Um, mm-hmm. I think this. I think what Mike said that this game from the jump, you f- how it feels, it's like, ooh, this is good. This is that's the thing that sticks out for me. Like, yeah, it just feels so goddamn good. Um, yeah, and the fact that you're embodying this character who. I think the Legend of Samus Aran, for a lot of people, it's it's who who haven't the games have been so hard to come around. You just built up this character in your head of like this super powerful woman who just badass, just travels space, does not get just goes alone and just wreck shop. Uh, and you feel that it, it just yeah. she just feels so goddamn cool. And those loading screens where she's just contemplating like. I think there's a fair argument to to say that maybe there should be a little bit more talking. I think, yeah, every I think that's a valid opinion. But I think also what they do here and what the vision they go for is so goddamn cool. Uh, and the fact that you feel that in the gameplay is just so awesome. Honestly, it's it's so good. It's so wild how good this game feels to me that it kind of it kind of makes all the and I, and I work with any developers all the time and in, indie games. I, I obviously I love them, but it just it just feels really like it outclasses a lot of stuff out there. Like just it, the way it, it outclasses many full 3D games. Yeah, that. like just how <laughs> goddamn good yeah, it feels. Good it feels yeah. Um, so yeah, that's my biggest thing. I think um, the Emmys. I have no problem with the Emmys. I think it's yeah. a mm-hmm. it's a welcome it's a welcoming new piece of friction yes. to exactly. what this yeah. genre has been. Like, it's a nice little twist to keep things new and fresh. Like, in a lot of ways, it appears to me, and I'm not a Metroid person, but it looks like we just made a Metroid game, but we did add this one thing, and that yeah. one thing is going to keep you on your toes, and it's going to... You may not like it, but I think it's a valiant effort on them to find something that, like, we're giving you the the, di- the this dish that we made, that Nintendo invented, uh, has been replicated by a lot of restaurants and a lot of chefs, but it's been a long time since the person has come to make that dish. And so yeah. they gave it to you, but like there's a little garnish on here. It's a little bit different, but the rest of it, it's going to be just like how you remember it. It's going to hit you right spot. And I think it, so far from what I've played, I'm not that far in the game. So maybe my opinion changes later on. I have no problem with the Emmy. I think they're awesome. I think the, the checkpoints are pretty like checkpoints aren't that bad. Once you die from an Emmy, like it's right yeah. outside the door when you get in there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think the only my only complaints are the typical Metroidvania complaints to somebody who lives a life and is tired a lot. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh fuck, where was I? I yeah. don't remember where oh, I was boy. doing last, oh, man. I have to go all the way back to this corner of this map because I think that's where I have to go, but maybe not. I think I that's know. where I have to go, but maybe not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, def- I definitely, yeah. Even if somebody who's, yeah, even if somebody's played a lot, yeah, that's definitely con- like common things. I think like this, like you know, my again you know, minor criticisms for me as well. Um, I think, I think there are some bosses in there that just like didn't particularly land for me, but I think that's just because of how like the game will have these moments where it is very Metroidvania and you're just like, you're, you're free to kind of roam around to an extent, but then they will, then then you kind of get funneled into these fights. I feel like there are some moments in the game where it kind of pushes you in those directions. 
and like some sometimes I, I got into fights where like I was like I don't feel like I'm fully prepared for this fight personally or or just like you know like you know there there's a lot of bosses that are really good about telling you like all right these are the things you need to look out for and the things you do and like sometimes like but sometimes those bosses just don't do the best job of betraying everything to me to the point where it's just like I, I'm then just playing the like the brute force mechanic of like, all right, I'm just gonna shoot this thing with every ability I have or do this thing until something works. And then it, then it works. And so like, I felt like there were some like ebbs and flows with some of the boss battles. Um, and then one other thing, um, I will say is like, uh, I was kind of disappointed by the soundtrack of this game in terms of like, like there wasn't really anything memorable to me personally in this compared to when I think of like other Metroid games and I can like sit here and think of like, you know, the planet Zeebs theme or Ridley's theme or these other big iconic themes that are, yeah. that are from prime Metroid. Yeah. Prime, prime prime absolutely has like definitely like one of the best soundtracks in it. And I personally, I think in like all Nintendo games, period, but like this, this game didn't really have a lot of that, and and I think it like it still works in the game. Like it's not, I'm not saying it's like a bad soundtrack. It's just kind of forgettable, right? It's just like it's it kind of works in the moments because you know how that game is very kind of somber and dark, mm-hmm. and you know going for that Metroid looser tone. But I wish there were some more, you know, in in these bigger moments they had a little bit more epic kind of bombastic music that were from kind of those Metroid games. And, and I just didn't hear much of it that here, which I was kind of bummed by. I have two things, and then I want to throw it to Alex, because I'm sure he's got opinions. Two things that, I, that I'm going to be... Complaints. The controls are a little wild. The controls get a little hickly-pickly sometimes, where it's just like, mm-hmm. hold this, and then hold that, but then hit that. Like, I think... Sure. I get what they're doing with, like, there is one way to kill the Emmy, and it's with this ultra-fucking-crazy beam. But... Part of me is like, was it necessary? Did it need to be in the game? It feels like a little extra, like you only use this power in these one situations from what I've played. So I don't know. And um, I, I think I already forgot my other complaint. Um, <laughs> I don't remember anymore. But yeah, that, that was one complaint uh, I had. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I uh, yeah, I, I played all of the other Metroid games this year. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm you know, I am on disability. I, I feel like I need to disclose that so people don't think I'm like some super sicko. Um, so I have a lot of free time. Um, and yeah, so throughout August, I replayed every single Metroid game. There are not enough is what it was my conclusion. At the end of that <laughs> there should be more of these. There should be more They're of very, these. They're very good, save for two, you know, that I would give or take. Uh, and one was just because I don't like playing on the 3DS, and the other is Metroid Other M. <laughs> um, but yeah, I man, I love it. I love that this game takes something from every metroid game even other m the the diffusion beam is an upgrade that is only in metroid other m and they gave it like more of a purpose here it's an upgrade you have yet to get george Uh, i get it after the boss that you're currently fighting um and every upgrade is used for progression no upgrade Mm -hmm. save for the scanner that you get um is not at some point useful to progress through a challenge in the environment um and i i love that but yeah i mean you guys covered a lot of it it feels uh it feels like a 10 out of 10 
you know like whether yeah. or not i think you think it is a 10 out of 10 is totally up to you personally i would probably i've ruminated on it long enough to say that i would probably give this a 10 out of 10 mm-hmm. from my heart as a as a diehard metroid fan um but it, at the very least it it the execution of it is so excellent just from the animation to yep. the subtleties in the animation to like i know the controls are, are are a struggle maybe now george but once you're at the confidence level where you are just zooming across the map barely touching the ground or just like shine spark wall jumping con- flicking yourself around at, at turbo speed it is just mm-hmm. like unreal how incredible this game feels at the the micro level of fighting a boss in a tight room to the macro level of going across an entire area with one ability basically right uh and i just like ben moore said it on the frame trap where he talked about metroid dread but the if you look at uh samus returns and look at this game i like truly don't know if i've ever seen such a vast jump in quality of like the same type of game even the same franchise like right to me it's like kingdom hearts one to kingdom hearts two like it, it is just like there is clearly they understood what they were doing and there was a lot of good intention and and freedom to explore mm-hmm. but this is like a mastery of this type of kind of like this kind of game uh that has clearly been something that, that this studio has worked toward for a very long time yeah. uh and mm-hmm. it's so cool to see how far they've come but yeah i like i i I could go on and on and I have a lot of other conversations people can listen to about it, but I'll say like it is, it is what I would have wanted and more from a 2d Metro game. It, I, this game to me is like the super Metroid for Metroid fusion. Uh, Cause you know, super Metroid takes place in the same location as Metroid one and has a lot of revisiting of those locations, those bosses, those mechanics and those ideas this does not take place in the same location as Super as Metroid Fusion, but it does, in a really, really satisfying way, revisit some of the things in that game that I really would like to have seen revisited. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. it does it in a very smart way that is not like super dependent on you having played that game, but also uh, is really super satisfying if you have. Yeah. Uh, like the mm-hmm. Emmys as a whole are just. Based on like two two encounters with uh, and a Samus clone uh, called the SAX in Metroid Fusion, and just you the way that they create the same kind of tension and that feeling of being chased and that feeling of fear and danger, yeah, but also give you so much more room to maneuver within that is so cool, yeah. Um, and like nothing I've seen in a Metroidvania before, uh, kind of like what you said, George. Uh, yeah, I think I think the Emmys are definitely like, I I was kind of surprised at how much I was was kind of like wary about that that mechanic in the um like seeing in the trailers at the start right and being like this could be this could be cool but also could it be could they do a little too much could they could they like kind of do a little overkill with this potentially but I think they 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 really did nail that system I think that's what like makes this game so great is like they they like you said they nail they nail the movement and the feel of the game they nail all the metroid aspects of exploration and kind of the world you're in 
but they also nailed this new thing they're doing with the Emmys and like this evolution or this evolution rather into this new thing in this game with, with the Emmys and like how like they, they feel like they, they, you have this tension with them the first time you encounter them. But even when you're like later in the game and you're about to fight like the second or second to last one and you have like almost your full kit of abilities, but they still feel like the same threat amount of threat yeah. level that you'd you'd feel there and i think they like they somehow nailed that i was very impressed and they're they're all they're very cool that's very cool they're all different enough like each of Mm -hmm. them has a different power that you will eventually acquire but yeah they they built the environment that you deal with that power in a way like one has an ice beam power um but there's a lot of water in that environment and if you get frozen and sink in the water you're just a sitting duck and it's like totally changes how you deal with just that one emmy because it has this unique power in this unique environment um and you know they do other very interesting stuff in Mm -hmm. addition to that um and there's like a whole kind of power narrative that they tell with that as well uh and you know anybody that another deep (laughs) ip cut is i i wrote uh, a script about uh, metroidvania like power narratives and how like there's a gameplay narrative that it is telling you and this game is like such a perfect execution of that of like right when you feel extremely powerful the game narratively is telling you that samus is extremely powerful as well and they're building on top of that as well all the way through the final fight and after it and it's like ah oh, man i just love it i love it so yeah. much yeah. um yeah, it's it's just it is one of those cases where like execution is everything and how they executed on a modern 2D Metroid is perfect, I think. Yeah. With flaws and all, secret blocks that you have to shoot to figure out and everything. Yeah. You know? Sit sit there and yeah, walk in every room and scan a thing and hope hope you see something here and you're like, okay, there it is. Let's go. Cool. Yeah, some people are not gonna love that. And I absolutely am one of the people that loves it, loves it, loves it, and loves and appreciates that commitment to this being challenging and obtuse. Mm-hmm. Uh, because like the next Metroid is probably not going to be like this. Metroid Prime sure. 4 is yep. certainly not going to be like this, but the 2D Metroid that they make after this, I feel like is going to be a big departure from this kind of game. Um, and this is their love letter to that format to, to show like you can make a modern one of these and it can still be a 10 out of 10. Yeah. Uh, and it feels like, like that. that is what they wanted to do. That's the game they wanted to make is a modern super Metroid inspired video game in the Metroid franchise. That is as good as one of those can be, and this is it. They made Metroid 5. They made Metroid 5. That's exactly what they wanted to do. They made Metroid Dread. They made Metroid Dread. The myth. They did it. And it's a game people are going to remember. You know, like that's that's what, like, Final Fantasy 15 is maybe a game people are not going to remember after versus 13 and everything that happened to that and all that. Um, But I think people are going to think fondly of this game for a while to come and i'm always i'm always happy. gonna remember nocto noctis and prompto i will <laughs> my uh, boys yeah my boys our boys but yeah that's that's yeah I, I pretty much yeah we like we like the game a lot and i'm looking forward to hearing yours and moises's uh and i had discussion. another there's another podcast that i recorded with Navishin about metroid as a whole nice um, excellent so if you want to hear me talk about metroid i got i got things we, get, we got it we'll have it soon uh, but that's going to do it for this podcast in particular, though, because uh, I think we're all good on games. 
Mm-hmm. Um, thank you so much, George, for joining us. I, yeah. I, I feel like I feel like it's weird. I don't know if I should ask like I do the usual podcast asking of like, do you, do you, do you pro, when we, can you promo stuff? I don't know. <laughs> you just want to tell people to buy bugs. Yes, buy buy bugs. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, no. First of all, thank you for inviting me. Yeah. Uh, I miss you both greatly as uh, we are good friends from us, our time working together. You're mm-hmm. wonderful people, and I wish I could see you. Um, yeah. I'm glad that one of the last things we did together was going to PAX East in the year 2020. Um, <laughs> yeah. so yeah. that's, that's wonderful. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, you can find Jake Resolver 26 on Twitter. I work for Pop Agenda. Um, fucking follow at Pop Agenda Co. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah. Go check out Tome. It's a pretty good video game. Tome, um, Tome is pretty good. I played play, yeah, play it. It's great. Yeah, follow me on Twitter. Uh, check out some of the games uh, we represent, the developers we work with. Um, I enjoy my job. Uh, it's a good time. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you saying this under duress? I enjoy my <laughs> a little, job. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Jen, Jen's going to watch this. She'll know. Yeah, she'll know. No, it'll be Nick Verge. It'll be Jen. That's Nick Nick true. She, <laughs> she's got to watch a baby. She can't watch that's, George. Yeah, yeah that's, a, that's a good point. It's a good point. But yeah, yeah. Thanks, everybody for joining us as well. Listening here on podcast services. Uh, we're on all those or on youtube.com slash rational passions where I put up the video version of this. Um, yeah. So if, if you like the show, we always appreciate it. Let us know in the comments if you liked it or leave us a rating and review. We do greatly appreciate it. Um, you can follow me at, at Mike IP underscore Alex is at Al fighter 27. And of course, irrational pod on Twitter. All those are our, Twitter handles you can follow and see all the stuff we do. You know, we'll be, you know, I think by the time this comes out, we'll, well, actually, we'll probably won't be streaming Super Mario Party, Mario Party Superstars this week, but maybe yeah, we'll the, the, back the, for the, blood this week. Yeah, yeah, and then it'll be, but soon it'll, it'll probably be after this episode. Yeah, comes it'll probably out. be the week after. Yeah. So you can come join us for that. Um, we'll probably get, we're probably going to do one more Nintendo Land later in November talking about Pokemon. We're probably gonna rank some Pokemon, like we bring bring the, bring the classic back. Also, since in the in the spirit of ranking, we've talked about this before, Alex. But maybe we should do a double ranking and rank some Smash Brothers trailers. Yes, we got to rank the Smash trailers. Yes. Nabushin no, wants it's in all on done. Those. Okay, yeah, maybe we can maybe we can do like a double a two parter, or we we can I can like put the show put the episode together as one episode or something. I'll figure that out after this. Thanks, everybody. For joining us on Trip Nintendo Land. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.